Doc Manson at Doc Manson DC Matthews at the DC Matthews this is the list I'll have you know this is very exciting for me Doc Manson at Doc Manson what what is exciting for you DC Matthews at the DC Matthews I am famous for starting these Herculean projects that you know when they happen, because you've known me well enough, you know that I will never see them through. And yet here we are, about to embark on ranking every wrestler. Well, we're going to create a list of wrestlers in some sort of order, how many wrestlers and how we do that. But again, this is like the ultimate Herculean task, and you're on board with joining me, which probably well, I, means it's it'll actually happen. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I'm the one who's going to keep this boat on the rails because, you know... Boats have that's rails. What, that's what you do with boats. <laughs> um, okay, so first, I guess, maybe a little bit of background here. On the Twitter, you've been talking quite a bit about this list that you've been creating. So I decided. Uh, tell to, me about this list. So I decided. Okay, first thing you got to know about me: only child, not allowed video games. I was told. I know this is public knowledge. I was told there were not enough electrical outlets in the house for me to have a Nintendo, and I believed them. How, okay, wait. How old were you when you believed them? Oh, let's see. I think I got it for either Christmas or first communion. So like eight, probably. Okay. And you believed them. I did. Didn't you, like, walk by an electrical socket and go, that one's open? Yes, but we lived I, we lived in a very old house, and I was a kid who you just accepted what the, your elders said to you, and that was that. So I, I just, well, you know, I didn't think, well, shouldn't we get one of those power strips? Now, granted, I'm sure there were power strips, and this would have been... The early 90s. I'm sure power strips were a thing, but it wasn't until later when I got a PlayStation that my parents were like, yeah, we just didn't want you to have video games as a kid. Yeah, and look at how well uh, that turned out for you, all that hand-eye coordination. I have no fine motor skills. I've established this. Fair. I'm just saying, video games might have actually helped you. You're not wrong. I might not be as tranquilized as a bear. So anyways, because I was an only child, I would make lists and being a huge wrestling fan I would often make lists of wrestlers and I would plan these elaborate nerd huge wrestling nerd I would plan these elaborate tournaments that I would set up and rolling dice to determine the winners and then you know and I would like I would be announcing it in my head like oh my goodness Spike Dudley just defeated the Undertaker what an upset I know we haven't talked about this at all but I'm suddenly feeling the urge to have dice rolls somehow factor in <laughs> to this list that we are about to construct. I don't know how, but let's keep that in mind. Yes. So you would plan, because first you got to make the list. Then you roll the dice to try to determine like the order of like what the matchups will be. And then you roll the dice to determine the winners. So, I see. like I said, like you said, huge nerd. So... I've, you know, and I've done things like this before. The DDT poll is in many ways kind of just a furthering of that. 
Not that I'm planning to do one this year because we're doing this. So I decided to do the 2017 WWE Talent Tournament. I found 128 wrestlers, and we did it for this year. And so somebody was like, well, I think I had mentioned, you know, that this How was did that some... turn out? Is that over yet? The finals are happening right now. AJ vote. Styles versus Kevin Owens, and AJ Styles is clearly going to win. Well, yeah. But yes. What did you expect? I thought it Kevin would be Owens more competitive. Awesome, but... I thought it would be more competitive. Um, wait, these are the finals? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, well um, I got to say, I don't know what, what dice rolls you did to pick your brackets uh, for for that poll that you were doing but uh i i gotta say looking it was like the semifinals or something the only reason why rusev made it to the final four <laughs> was, was because seeding. absolutely yes. i i toyed and with I, the idea you of doing... did that on purpose you had to have no done it on purpose. i if that was the case bo dallas would have made it to the finals or luke mm-hmm. harper would have made it to the finals um right. I did. I was going to come up with some sort of ranking system, but it would have been an insane endeavor. So I went to one of my favorite websites when it comes to doing things like this, random.org, the random integer generator, and I found a random sequence generator. It turns out on Google Sheets, which is where I do all this, you can randomize data. I did not know that, but you can randomize it. But I came up with a sequence of 1 to 128, copied it, pasted it next to my alphabetized list, then sorted by the column of numbers and got my brackets, which is how Rusev and Triple H met in the quarterfinals. I don't know that either of them would have made it had they been, you know, Roman Reigns was eliminated in like round two. Surprise. But I'm just saying. So so you have to give me a little more detail on your list, though. So you created a list, and you were just talking about having 128 competitors yes. or something. Yes. So then, but, but, so then I had posted something about how, as an only child, I tended to come up with these lists of wrestlers, and maybe I would do an all-time tournament. And when I post things like this, really all I'm looking for is, like, one person to tell me it's a good idea. Because clearly I want to do it. Clearly I want to do it. I just need one or two people to be like, hey, that'd be fun. And I'm like, well, you got it. The next eight hours of my life are booked because here I go. <laughs> you do realize that I will never be the person to encourage you, right? I, yet, we're, yet we're sitting here. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, But yes, I understand that. But that's fine. That's why I have Jeremy and Brandon and all the other members of the neighborhood who are willing to encourage my craziness. So then I proceeded to create a list um, that wound up being uh, 1,028, which is a perfect tournament because it'll all be... The brackets will fall in such a way. Oh, 1,024, excuse me, 1,024. The brackets will fall in such a way that we will be down to two people at the end. Um, and, you know, at first I started the list where, and this was a conversation we were having before we decided we needed to press record, um, where I was counting each wrestler's gimmick separately. You separate Cactus Jack and Dude Love and Mick Foley and Mankind. They're four spots. Um but the problem you run into with that, since you're asking, is, well, what about Ric Flair? Ric Flair's always been Ric Flair, but you've had uh, the WWE, the WWF's version of Ric Flair. You have Evolution Ric Flair. You have the Ric Flair who was crazy and elbow-dropping his pants. Like, I mean, the- if you ask me, if he's got the same name, he's still just Ric Flair. Well, and, and part of me considered that. But then, okay, do you do Stunning Steve Austin versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, or is it just Steve Austin? 
at that point, again, I think that one just comes down to the gut. It's just Steve Austin. Well, and so that's so after a while of trying it with doing all the different characters, I decided it's going to be easier and shorter because I was up to eight or nine hundred and had barely gotten through like the modern era, let alone you know times past. So I decided to do one spot per character. Mick Foley, in all of his iterations, gets one spot. Papa Shango, in all of his iterations, comma, the godfather, the good father, one spot. And so wait I, a minute. How is it that we're going to pick... We're, okay, so you've got a list of 1,024 wrestlers. But the thing that I'm confused about, is that really every wrestler of all time? How did no. that work out perfectly? What I did was I did every wrestler from... I started with every WWF slash WWE pay-per-view and I just did them then I did the WCW pay-per-views the ECW pay-per-views the TNA pay-per-views Ring of Honor big events and then I think I included at the last time and this truth be told this was just to kind of get to 1024 I started going through some of the more modern Japanese wrestlers Okada Naito Tanahashi the names that everyone's gonna know and recognize I went through that you would be you know, because if I went before 1983, which I picked partially because that's the year, it's the pay-per-view era and it's the year of our birth. But if I went back and started picking Gorgeous George and Vern Gagne and Lou Thez and So Frank wait a minute, Gosh, you're saying that the golden era wrestlers aren't on your list? No. Oh. Well, I don't know how accurate this list is then. It's not supposed to be an accurate list. I, no, no, it's not. It's Well, I mean, if we're going to call this podcast, you know, the list of the greatest wrestler of all time, uh, I mean, I, th- I feel like we have to give due consideration to every professional wrestler who's ever professionally wrestled. But how are you going to handle that when you're not aware of every professional wrestler? Like, can you really talk about the difference between Ed Strangler Lewis and Stanislaus Zabisco? Like, I you... can't speak to it, and I'm certainly not aware of either of those two people, <laughs> but I would leave it to the audience to be, make me become aware of these people, mm-hmm. and, and then that's what, that... I would just place them at the end of the list. But see, that's what you're going to do. You're going to put them all <laughs> at the end of the list. Any wrestler you've never heard of obviously must not be the greatest of all time. Clearly. Well, and maybe that's what this is. This is the list for the modern era, because... Most of the neighborhood's not going to know who these guys are. You might know. Right. You might know who Frank Gotch is because you've heard them talk about Simon Gotch and how he was referenced. You know, named for whatever. But yes, I have one thousand and twenty-four wrestlers. I love how you're obstructing this already and making me feel bad about myself. Already. Well, I'm just saying it's not a very complete list. You want to talk about science? I don't know if this is any science. Well, then I encourage you to add to the list with the I people. Pass. I'm. Thank you. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, so, so again, so so the goal here is to make an ordered list. Well, of no, 1, that's not the goal. That wasn't the goal. Professional wrestling. That wasn't the goal of the list when I first made it. But when I told you about it, you were the one who said, you know, we should do a podcast where we try to actually rank this list. Because I'll also mention, these are just male wrestlers. This <gasps> doesn't include female wrestlers. This you doesn't include so not woke. This is this doesn't include, if I'm being honest, 
um, mini wrestlers. You know, mm. Mascarita Sagrada, whatever the name is from the guy from Lucha Underground, is not on this list. Dink, Pink, and Wink are not on this list. But what about Stink? No. Mm. Neither are Cheesy, Sleazy, or Queasy. Oh, man. So, again, I... Wait a minute. What, what, what about a Hornswoggle? Mm, now you got me curious. Not on the list. What about El Torito? Not on the list. Hmm. So again, I, mean, I feel like they could be on the list. Well, now, why wouldn't the other ones be on the list? They've all had matches with. Okay, well, we have to have guidelines, is what you're saying. We have to have boundaries. We have to have some rules here. And and so I'm, they're not I'm, on this list. I'm willing to open up because again, the 1,024 is solely for a tournament. This could be open to all. Like, if we're going to do this, we can open it up to everybody. But you can't just put the people you haven't heard of <laughs> at the end of the list. Well, what if you have heard of them and I haven't? I suppose there would be some history here in which I could educate you on the wrestler, but you're still going to want to put them at the end of the list because, you you know, well, then we're going to have the conversation of, yeah, sure, Luthez is a multi-time world champion, but if he was wrestling in 2017, he's not going to do as well. And so clearly Asuka's better than all of them. That's I mean, really what I think this is going to be. Clearly. That is the only reason I hesitate to open it up to female wrestlers because then it's just, well, Asuka's number one and everyone else is at the end of the list. It's true. It's true. All right. No. Okay. So we've established some ground rules at the moment. I I think we need to keep it open to the idea of expanding the list. I'm all for it. If we get an audience who decides that, oh, man, we are overlooking some key players here. um, And I think what would be interesting, and you and I didn't talk about this, is if we're going to do this, I think it would make sense to open this up to the audience and have the audience maybe perhaps suggest people maybe once a week we take an audience suggestion where they give us a name somebody emails us ddtwrestling at gmail.com and gives us a name and they are one of the wrestlers we consider and our UK fans can mention some of their wrestlers is you Pete know. Dunn on this list? yes is Trent uh, uh, seven? seven? I believe all of them I included everyone from the UK championship so I okay. think all of them are on there. Let me see. Trent, seven. Yep, he is on there, number 958. What about people who, are, uh, who, about people who were in the Cruiserweight Classic but not signed? Like, what's Co- that gangly guy's name? Zack Sabre Jr.? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, is, oops, I just deleted Zeus. He's got to be on the list, right? Yes, Zack Sabre Jr. is on the list. What about Joey Ryan? Uh, yes, because he's participated in a... Uh-oh. There we go. Zack Sabre Jr. is on the list, number 1,022. Joey... What about Trout? Trout? Yeah, 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 Trout. Who's Remember Trout? that big green guy with a tiny head from uh, <laughs> TNA? His name is Triton, and you bet your ass he's on this list. I went through yes! all. I went through all of TNA, and I'm telling you, I'm reading the Wikipedia pages being like, I need this. And somebody was like, oh, you can watch the... Because I tweeted about it. I was like going through these, and I want to watch these pay-per-views again. And they're like, well, you can sign up for Global Force Wrestling or whatever. And I was like, well, that's not going to happen. I need WWE to buy it and put it on the network so I can watch (laughs) Triton and all of these people. Because, yes, he is on the list. I remember seeing his name and, yep, number 963. Right in between Troy Montour and Subo Genjin. 
I don't know who either of those people are. There are people on this list that I have no idea who they are. I had to look them up and be like, oh, okay. okay. So, all right. So, we have our goal. The goal is to create a ranking system and rate as many different wrestlers as we can think of. Um, What do you think about this whole character idea? Like, how do you handle someone like Papa Shango or Mick Foley or, you know, do you rank Stunning Steve Austin versus Stone Cold Steve Austin? I, I, I think your approach is right. I think, you know, considering the performer as opposed to the character, probably... Well, okay, actually, I don't know, though. No, because okay. let, me t- let me tell you, this is not how I would actually do it. I did this to get to 1,024. And I did this for my own sanity because I didn't want to forget anybody. But I do think you could, you know, it's very difficult to, and we'll go with McFoley just because, like, Cactus Jack and Dude Love and Mankind, like, I can rank those three characters right now in my head. Do it. Cactus Jack, Mankind, Dude Love. I said do it in your head. What are you doing telling us? Sorry. But, again, it's, you know, it is, it is... A tricky thing to do. I think for certain wrestlers, and we were talking about this before, you know, Ric Flair has been Ric Flair this entire time. Mm. He's been old Ric Flair, he's been young Ric Flair, but he's still Ric Flair. But Triple H hasn't always been Triple H. He was Jean-Claude Levesque. He was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. He was terrorizing. I mean, because if we do do it where we just consider the performer, we could end up in a situation where... Maybe we don't really care for the character, but we have to admit that they did an excellent job portraying that character. So as a performer, perhaps, they would be ranked higher than they might be considered otherwise. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. And, you know, we can always decide to change tactics and, you know, it depending on how far down the rabbit hole we go, it could either screw us up completely or what, but, you know. Well, I I guess that's the first question for the audience. What do they think we should do? Should we consider every character or just every performer? All right, so there's your first question. So, Neighborhood, this is going to be much more... Now, we read your emails every week on DDT Wrestling, but here on the NAI Wrestling Network, we're going to need you to be even more involved. We're gonna, You're going to help structure this show. So, yes, what do you think? If we're, list, if we're ranking and listing all of the wrestlers, do we count the performer or the characters? Do you go with Nova, the man, or do you go with Nova and Simon Dean? Do you have to rank them separately? Yeah, I think that's going to get way too difficult to do if we do all the characters separately. How am I going to try to compare Diesel, Kevin Nash, Vinny Vegas, and Oz? How do you and Master Blaster Steel? I think he was Master. I'm pretty Blaster sure Steel. you could also come up with an order for those off the top of your head as well. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But. But how do you rate Tugboat and Shockmaster and Typhoon? Indeed, Typhoon's clearly at the top, and Shockmaster because again. And this and is a great question. Shockmaster is clearly at the bottom. But then again, 
Shockmaster is an iconic character for a bad reason, but more people know who Shockmaster is than who Tugboat is. Public That's perception, probably true. notoriety, fame is going to play a factor into this. But I still think it, there's a certain interest there, considering that all one person, and even though you know you might not have put Tugboat above Earthquake, knowing the notoriety associated with the Shockmaster character, perhaps then you make him the better of the natural disasters. Wow. Yeah. Is he ranked higher than Earthquake slash Avalanche slash Shark slash Golga slash John Tenta? That's a good question. And where is the Yeti in all of this? <laughs> he's also on the, he's on the also list. <laughs> Robocop. <laughs> Not on the list. Didn't he actually wrestle. Be. Didn't actually wrestle, but Jay Leno oh. was on the list for a while because he did wrestle, but eventually I had to take him off to make space. I assume David Arquette is on there. Um, I might have taken him off too, though I probably shouldn't have because he is a former world champion. He is a former world champion. I just said that. Uh, let me see. I, and again, this is why my list of 1,024 is going to need to be tweaked a bit in order to... So I think what we need to do is we need to get this spreadsheet and we need to make it public so people can go in there, see what's on there, and then they can send us suggestions for things to add. Yeah, because actually this spreadsheet has multiple pages and one of them I did start to do a... like start to stretch it out and include different characters but again this was you know I only got up to a certain point but you have I have one two three four I have six different just different versions of the Undertaker cause really yeah so yeah and, and okay. again that's what that's what the WWE 2K games do they randomly they're like 90 Sting and Modern Sting and Surfer Sting they so do. they do that but they don't go super crazy. Like, I'm like, well, there's the Undertaker with the gray gloves, the Undertaker with the purple gloves, the Ministry of Darkness Undertaker, the American Badass Undertaker, and then the Dead Man Undertaker. Stop, you're frightening me. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, uh, are we just going to explain this thing, or are we going to try to do 20 names right now? Uh, we can try some names. Um, all right. So, now, do you want... To just start shooting out numbers, and I will tell you which person. 761. 761 brings us to ah, interesting start. Rosie, as part of Three Minute Warning and the sidekick to the Hurricane. Super Ooh, Rosie. I always enjoyed Rosie as the sidekick character. I, I loved uh, The Rock, of course, referring to him as Grimace. Uh, <laughs> that was. Uh, yeah, okay. So Rosie is where we're starting here. And, you yep. know, it's, it's, it's not a bad start because he's, he's a good middle sort of character. He was a good supporting guy in his time, you know. He, he was also the brother to modern superstar uh, Roman Reigns, He correct? is Roman Reigns' brother, yes. He passed away? He did, unfortunately. Well, that's sad. That's sad. So we won't see Rosie again. I was kind of hoping that the Hurricane would make a comeback someday. He still could, but Rosie can't. All right. Well, so we, Rosie's the first one. All right. So my next number is 161. 161. That brings You better us... start keeping track of this stuff. I'm writing it down. Okay. I like this already. 161 is Chavo Guerrero Jr. 
Interesting. Kerwin White. <laughs> now that needs to factor in. Because <laughs> as ridiculous as being super rosy was, Kerwin White wins in the ridiculousness category. But again, another consideration, although it's not Chavo Guerrero, he did have a certain caddy who was an excellent addition to that character. He did indeed. You're not Yeah, wrong. so Chavo Guerrero also, are we just considering their contributions to, say, wrestling well, as a I, performer? I don't necessarily, I don't want to just go to their Wikipedia page, count the number of titles that they had. No, no, of course that not. As a this is our list. Yes. This is not based on any reason. Um, but like the thing I want to know is, list. oh god! But no, but seriously though, because like, should I consider the fact that you know he helped train uh, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling for the show on Netflix, not the original gorgeous ladies of wrestling, but he took over to help train, you know, uh, uh, the actresses for that modern revival? Is that the sort of thing that we take into account here, or? I love that no matter I love that no matter what day it is, when DC and Doc are recording, Mrs. Manson's gonna bring dinner. What do you got today? Uh meatloaf with mashed potatoes and peas. Delicious. We went out. Lovely. Lovely. Um Thank you. Alright, where were we? Um, I believe we were trying to rank oh, yes. Chavo Guerrero and Rosie. Yes, I'm creating a separate uh, document over here so that we can kind I assume of you know how forth. to add a row I do okay um, all right um I don't know that we need to consider their at like I don't know that I would consider his right off the top of my head I would put Chavo Guerrero above Rosie yes. because longevity wise all of those different kinds of reasons there like Chavo Guerrero, you know, I won't say is a superior wrestler, but probably deserves to be higher on this list. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I don't know that I would consider him training the the women from Glow, but that is good to know. Like he's still an active competitor, and I'm watching a WCW from 1998, and he's there, right, fighting with his uncle Eddie. All right, all right, 955. So. Let me. Pop him in. 955, you say? Mm hmm. All right. We should have some music to play while I scroll down. Okay. Um, 955 is Japanese legend, recently had a birthday, uh, Toshiaki Kawada. I don't know who that is. I understand that. And this is where we're going to have to, you know, figure this out because, you know, he he is one of, I believe, kind of the all-time greats. You know, I've seen tweets and such which say that he was the greatest Japanese wrestler ever. I know very little about him myself. I remember reading about him in magazines, but I can't speak personally to his accomplishments. So if this is really our list, mm -hmm. do we include him? Well, I think we have to include him if he's on your list of 1024. But, but why? I think the why, does is, that, why does the list of 1024, why can't this be the list of wrestlers that we know? Because hmm. if it's our list well, and we're I'm basing it say, on our criteria. Sure, that's fair. But I'm also going to say that 
if you put him on that list, you know who he is. You might not know the full breadth of his accomplishments, but you have some idea of who this person is, and you should still be able to make some sort of gut statement about whether or not this person is higher on the list than Rosie. Well, yes. I promise to trust you, DC. Well, if I'm going by that, I'm putting him ahead of both of them. Just in terms of, you know. Do you know enough to comfortably put him ahead of Travel Guerrero? Yes. I am am confident in my faith that he is on the short list of best Japanese wrestlers of all time. Travel Guerrero is not, I would say, on the short list. Well, he's not even Japanese. I was. You didn't let me finish. You was going to say best Mexican wrestlers of all time. That's an entirely different list. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want to see a pea shoot out your nose. That's what I want right now. Okay. So, uh, are you saying we really should not include him? Uh, I'm saying there are going to be people on this list, like. You know, I don't necessarily have a problem putting him on this list, but you know, it, when we get more, what if I can... start making the argument that if I've never heard of him, clearly he can't be that big of a deal. Therefore, I have heard of Rosie, so he must fall behind Rosie in the list. Have you heard of Mil Mascaris? No. Have you heard of Rico Dozan? No. Okay. I've just I've just named potentially one of the pillars of Mexican and Japanese wrestling. You don't know who either of them are, but you know who Rosie is. I sure do. And Rosie is not one of the pillars of wrestling in America. I mean, you I, you can make the argument that he is. Go ahead. Please make that argument. Um, he was a pivotal foil to The Rock during the highlights of his career. Okay. And um, also, he's related to Roman Reigns. Yeah. Well, so therefore, Chavo, Chavo Guerrero is related to Eddie Guerrero. It's true. Which is clearly why he's above Rosie in our list. So, I'm open to either. I am open to creating a second list. No, I don't want to create a second list. I am open to putting him on there. I am open to taking him off. How many li- how many names do you think there are in this list that I will have never heard of? Considering how little you know about WCW... Excuse me? You don't know much about WCW. Um, I, I would venture a guest. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I would say between um, 40 What and about 50. that guy who was sort of like Sub-Zero? Glacier? Yeah, that's the one. Like I said, I'm an expert. <laughs> um, I would say probably around 40%. That I have not heard of or that I have? Yes. There are people on this list that I had not heard of because I went back stupidly and I was like, all right, I'm going to pick all the ECW big events, forgetting that for a long time, ECW, before they had pay-per-view, sucked. And 
they had like and so I have names that I'm like I don't know who this guy is so there are names on this list that probably don't belong on this list I see I see so what's our final verdict on Toshiaki Kawada I don't know who that is (laughs) okay there we go he's not on the list Uh, would you like to pick a different number okay 348 348 Haku hmm one of my favorites yeah bottom of the list no he's not he is not on bottom of the list I think I, I definitely think that Chavo Guerrero is above Haku Why? Because he had a caddy. <laughs> yes, but Haku was managed by both Bobby Heenan and Jimmy Hart. Chavo Guerrero cannot claim that. Hmm. But Haku... I, I don't... Yeah, okay. So name a, name a feud of Hakus that's like an all-time great. There isn't one. And I but I mean I would argue that, you know, Eddie Guerrero versus Chavo Guerrero is probably I'd like to point out that I don't disagree with you. Can you articulate why? (laughs) Since I am struggling. Um Chavo Guerrero has had a career that has lasted twenty years. Now, no. Haku's career has lasted on and off that long. Chavo has had more success. Haku had a run as a mid-card bad guy in WWE. And that's, see, that's how I know him as the mid-card bad guy. Not he to went, say that Chavo was not also mid-card. He went but. to WCW and was also a mid-card bad guy. But, so if we're going by just his career, like, you know, Haku is, the reason I love Haku, besides the fact that he is legitimately one of the toughest men, like, if I'm picking, if I have to pick a real fight between Haku and Brock Lesnar, I am picking Haku. Of course, he's going to bite his nose off. He is. So the mystique of that sort of thing, but that's not a wrestling thing. Mm-hmm. So I would say he's smack dab in the middle. He is ahead of Rosie, but he is behind Chavo Guerrero. So he's in a Chavo Rosie sandwich. Yes, well put. Number <laughs> well five. Put. That's what you're going with? Number five? Yeah. All right. Number five is Abyss. Ooh. Abyss. Now I gotta go through and I really like Abyss. I'd like Abyss too. It's he's he's always now granted he is kind of in that Kane um you know mankind area, but I always wondered what would happen if he showed up in WWF. I, he's one of those last great what ifs, you know what I mean? He's a guy mm-hmm. who's been in TNA for a long ass time. He seems very committed to that company. But yeah, I would have loved to have seen him come into the WWE and just to see what they would have done with him. Yeah. He's extremely interesting. Um, and, you know, he's got some range. You may or may not like the Joseph Park character, but, you know, it's I give interesting. Him, I to give see. him a lot of credit. And I do think that is something that if we're going with the one. Versatility is something, you know, Haku went to WCW and was Haku under a different name. Mm. Like Chavo Guerrero, while it didn't last long, did play a white golfer. He did. For 
you know, that like two month period, <laughs> he was Kerwin White. Mm. I mean, and also, you know, he sort of he did the same sort of thing, but he did reinvent the Abyss character when he joined Decay, becoming a little more serious, a little more uh, uh, grotesque, maybe. You know, so again, I, I like I like Abyss quite a bit. Um, he's definitely above Rosie. Yeah, and I you could make the argument that he's above Haku, like. The reason why I like Haku is not because of anything that has to do with wrestling. It's, But would you rank him above Chavo Guerrero? No. I would still say Chavo is at the top. Interesting. I mean, in terms of just my sheer likability of a talent, yes. Abyss is clearly above Chavo for me. However... When I think about the Guerrero wrestling name, I think about how long Chavo's been doing what he's been doing, all the different places he's done. I know on your list you didn't even necessarily look at Lucha Underground talent, but he I did. Know, made quite it. Oh, he did. I did. Okay, that's why Joey Ryan's say, on there. He's made quite the you know impact on oh, uh, yeah. on that I've promotion got, as well. I've so. got the actual names of the Disciples of Death. Wow. Wow. All right. Chavo Guerrero first, then? I would have put Abyss at number two, though, so far. All right. So we got Chavo Guerrero, Abyss, Haku, and Rosie. Number 82. 82. Billy Gunn. He is an asshole. I like Billy Gunn. Bang, bang. Now... If we're going for personality and likability, this is my number one so far over this group. But again, we can't necessarily... That can't be our only criteria. Because again, then you're going to go, well, it's Asuka and everyone else. This is a man who had difficulty with his DX promos to such an extent that they only allow him to say two words. Yeah. He's never been a good talker. He's never, never going to. Now, he's had a lot of iterations. Smoking gun, rockabilly. Ooh, the smoking guns. Yeah. I think he's on the bottom of this list, though. What? Yeah. No I think way. He's below Rosie. No way. Yeah. No. Rosie, I see, is a solid mid card comedy act. He held his own with the Hurricane, with the Rock, the Grimace stuff. Like you have to be doing this. You have humorous. to be saying this just to rile me up because you just said Billy Gunn was part of DX. A I don't hold the DX in particularly high regard. Genre changing stable. Yeah, but he was a bigger part of DX as X Pac was a part of DX. Doesn't matter. I would put all he was, of those. Not only, not, I not would only put, was he to the periphery, he was at the bottom of DX. You know what I'm saying? He was part of one of the great tag teams of the 90s. And that's not the Smoking Guns. I'm talking about the New Age Outlaws. Yeah. And then he went to TNA, and he was Kip James, and now he's still wrestling in New Japan. And, you know, I, again, not that he's longevity. He's not getting above Abyss in this. There's no way. 
You get to decide if he's above or below Haku. He'd be at the top. He would be at the top of this list. I completely disagree. There's no way he tops Chavo Guerrero. Okay. I don't think so. I really don't That's think so. That's the one. I would put him either at number one or number two. I think he's had a better, like, he's a bigger name than Abyss. He's had a longer career than Abyss. He's done yeah, more Yeah, but he's way less likable than Abyss. than Abyss. Well, yeah, no. Jason Maltov drove him around. He's a jackass. But that's like, not... I feel like he doesn't have... I feel like he has less wrestling ability than everyone on this list. Okay. Do you disagree with that statement? Yes. But at one point, I thought he was like... he was. I put him in the Dolph Ziggler, Mr. Perfect, like he's the best... Really? Yes, but that's more athleticism. I don't know that he was the best wrestler, but he had the most athletic. Like, I thought he was going to be a world champion. I really okay. thought he was going to win a in world In my title. head. Mind you, I did not watch the Attitude Era when he was at his peak. But in my head, my impression of Billy Gunn in that, you know, that division during that time is the equivalent of the modern day Dana Brooke. No. That's that is my impression of his. But you just said you didn't watch the Attitude Era. I didn't, but I've seen enough video packages at this point to know that the WWE doesn't consider him a very big deal at all at this point. Because he's a jackass who has talked trash about Hunter. So he's That's going fine. to get buried. That's fine. And, and I, I, I agree I, that I've gone back, I've watched some to... of that stuff. I I don't really I've I've never felt particularly convinced by any of it. I don't want again. I don't want to go through titles, but Intercontinental Champion, Tag Team Champion, Hardcore Champion, European Champion. That's just one company, man. Abyss has literally only wrestled for TNA. You're right, and he's done a much better job of it. Is he a former World Champion? I don't. I don't think so. I think he might be. Is he? Now I'm looking it up. I, I'm I, not sure. I'm honestly not sure. See, this is my worry. My worry is that you are just going to... Let's see. Yeah, well, he's won the NWA world title, which was at one point the world title. That's pretty prestigious, the NWA title. X, X division title, TV title, two-time tag champion, NWA tag champion... Apparently, there's a wrestling company called Super Kicked, and he won the Super Kicked Championship. There you go. How many promotions has Billy Gunn won a championship in? <clears throat> WWF. I'm sure he won a TNA tag title at some point. Yeah, you're right. He definitely <clears throat> I will put him under Abyss, but I do not like how this feels that you are just going to browbeat me into... So this is going to be the Doc Manson list no, no. starring DC Matthews. That is not true. If you feel that strongly about Billy Gunn, you need to make the argument. I don't. But I don't know if you're making that argument successfully right now. I don't, but I find it interesting that two of my favorites, Haku and Billy Gunn, showed up on day one. Well. All right. We're 42 minutes in, and we've come up with five names. 304. 304. Switching. Uh, Evan Bourne. Okay, he can go to the bottom of this list. Yeah, I'm okay with that. 
What's his name now? Matt Seidel. I think he would. I think honestly, honestly, I think he would go above Rosie. Rosie is still at the bottom of this list, but I'm happy just because I don't like Evan Bourne particularly. I'm happy putting him at the bottom. Yes, I mean in terms of just wrestling ability, I agree. No, and I'm I'm talking about like Rosie had a brief run in that Super Rosie character, and that's really all he did besides Three Minute Warning. Like Evan Bourne has wrestled a while. He won titles. No, granted, I think all he won was a tag title with Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm fine. Evan Bourne's at the bottom of the list. All right, 721. 721. (laughs) What we got? I'm not joking. Rich Swan. I'm not kidding. He is 721 on this list. He belongs at the bottom either way. Even if we knew not, even if we did not know what we know about what happened in the last 48 hours, he's still at the bottom of this list. Do you not want to speak of him? Is it like, is he, because eventually Chris Benoit is going to show up. Is he? There's, there's, yes, he's on this list. There are plenty of names on this list of those types of people. I, I mean, if we're going to talk about him, then I might put him above Evan Bourne. No. Why? Because he won the cruiserweight title. There was no cruiserweight title for Evan Bourne to win. That's fine, but I'm still ranking above the tag title that he won with Kofi Kingston. No, I'm sorry. I feel he's got there's... little wings that he wears on his trunks. Rich Swan has wrestled in WWE for a year, and it's not going to continue. Yeah. Evan Bourne, despite the fact that he got in trouble in Japan for marijuana or something, continues to wrestle. He has wrestled for All like right. That. Rich Swan, thank you. I will trade in my Yeah. That is so funny that that showed up though. 472. 472. Katsuhiko Nakajima. I have no idea who that is. I don't know either, so I'm I'm coding this just so those people know who are very interested. I'm putting in bold all the names of people we have ranked, and I'm putting in um, italics the ones that we're not ranking, because I don't know who that is. Like, I can speak on, um, what's his name? Uh-huh. I can, oops. I can speak on Toshiaki Kawada. I cannot speak on that other guy. Next number. 929. 929. I love that when we get up here, you're eventually going to only have like 100 numbers to choose from, and this podcast will just be you like just guessing numbers, me being like, nope. I'll just eventually go to like the next available person. Uh, I think what we need to do is, after each episode, we have to remove all the people that we've already ranked. Oh, and then so we'll just way. have a new list of, like, 1 to 1,000 or whatever. Okay. We can do that. Um, 929 is Tim Horner. I've heard that name. A jobber. He was a jobber, WCW kind of, like, low mid-card guy. His claim to fame, according to me, is he lost a match and Bobby Heenan said, go back to your corner, little Tim Horner. That is the <laughs> high point of his career. <laughs> Which is great. That is really but good. But he would be at the bottom of this list. Even Rich Swan ranks above him. Even in, even if you 
even if you start considering longevity? Mm. Well, I can't speak for Tim Horner's longevity, but I I would imagine he wrestled for a while. Let's see. Mm. Best known as one half of the Lightning Express. That's a good name. 1978 to he was wrestling still in 2013. He was a producer for SmackDown. I did not know that. I'm just going to throw this out there. What if Rich Swan is the bottom? The absolute bottom. I think until we come up with a name that can be justified, sure. Rich Swan is the last person on the list. All right. Okay. Tim Horner ranks now at number seven. So, to review, Chavo Guerrero, Abyss, Billy Gunn, Haku, Rosie, Evan Bourne, Tim Horner, Rich Swan. We're at eight. Seems appropriate. 313. 313. See, I knew this was going to go quick at the beginning. Fandango. Ooh. He won his debut match at WrestleMania against the legend, Chris Jericho. He did. The Fashion Files are one of the highlights of 2017 in wrestling. They are hilarious. He brought to the WWE Summer Ray. She wasn't there beforehand? Not that I remember, but hey, maybe. What do I know? I don't know. Um, I just remember her dancing. I like Fandango. Yeah. He's clearly, I would say, in the upper half of this. I think so. So he's above Rosie. Okay. Because Rosie's five, fifth right now okay. of eight. Okay. All right. So, so now let's go. Is he above Haku? I would I say yes. So. I would say yes. yes. Is he above Billy Gunn? It might just be because I've been watching him more. Um, but I would say yes. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. The Fashion Files are amazing. Billy Gunn did nothing like that. The Fashion Files is transcendent, I would say. Um, yeah. So now we're, is he higher than Abyss? Or are we happy with him slotting in at number three? I think I'm happy at number three. I'm. I will agree. Fandango right. slots in at number three. This All next right. one is number ten. This one is number ten. Four hundred and eighty-one. Four eighty-one. Kendall Windham. Kendall Windham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me something. Are you familiar with his brother Barry Windham? Yes. Are you actually familiar with his brother, Barry Windham? I've heard the name. So Barry Windham was a wrestler, could have been NWA champion, wrestled in WWF. He was part of the new Blackjacks. Um, Okay. You know, he was at WrestleMania 1, one half of the tag team champions with Mike Rotunda, father of Bray. He's the, um, I think he's their uncle. He might be, Barry Windham, I think, might be the uncle of... Um, so Kendall Windham is his younger brother, 
whose claim to fame um, is that he wrestled in WCW in the 90s as part of Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect's West Texas Redneck Stable, where they were oh. country boys and they mm-hmm. sang a country song called Rap is Crap. So what we're saying is we can comfortably slot him above Tim Horner. Um, probably, yeah, and yeah, and that's it. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right, now, we're at 10, and we're at 51 minutes. Are we stopping at 10? I feel like we need to get, like, a big name. Like, Chavo right now is the big name. I feel like we need a bigger name. So give me another number. 255. Let's go for 15 at the very least. 255. It's the caddy. I love this so much. This is already... Uh, forget DDT wrestling. Let's just do this for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler is Dolph number Ziggler. 255. Mikey. Or is he Nikki? Nikki. Nikki. Yes, so we have to include Spirit Squad Nikki, the caddy that I don't know how to name. I don't remember his name, yeah. And Dolph Ziggler. I mean, you want to talk about some pretty good range there. Um, you got to speak to that. And, you know... He was clearly the best wrestler, I thought, of the Spirit Squad. Oh, yeah. It was either him or Kenny Dykstra. Yeah, true. But I mean, but he's, I, like, I he's think had, he was better. He's had a, what, 12-year career in the WWE? Very long. He's won a couple world titles. Stuck around. I mean, I, I've enjoyed him going through a few different phases. I know at this mm-hmm. point he's sort of tired, um, you might say. I'm but... rooting for him to win the U.S. title. I like this, you know, no entrance music sort of character. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I liked either... him when he was with AJ. I liked him when he was with Big E. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's either number one or number two. He's either above Chavo or below Chavo. I don't know that he compares with... Like, again, Billy Gunn is a good comparison just in terms of look and talent and such. But I think he's higher than Abyss. I would be comfortable either higher or lower than Abyss, I think. He's very, he's very, very... I I, I, mean, I, I think I prefer the characters yes. that Abyss has portrayed. Yes. And, and you want to talk about... Again, it's not necessarily that athleticism that Dolph Ziggler exhibits, but that hardcore style of Abyss speaks to me very much. And I, I, I do honestly feel like, you know, that is a a style of wrestling that not every guy can do. I have a lot of respect for that. So I, I could see I could see Abyss being higher than Dolph Ziggler. But Dolph Ziggler is pr- bar Mr. Perfect, Dolph Ziggler might be the best seller of all time. I'm thinking. RVD is a pretty good seller. Yeah, but that's ma- that's mainly of like moves where he's dropped on his head. Seth Rollins is a pretty good seller. Um, Ric Flair is a pretty good seller. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's okay, in the, you're right. He, he's in the top tier. Yeah, he's in the top tier again. I could see him above Chavo. I could see him below Chavo. And really, the only reason why I would put him below Chavo is because he was the caddy. And caddies right. don't get. To- Caddies don't get to be higher than their players. <laughs> so we're saying that over the course of his career, 
He's never stepped out of the shadow of Kerwin White. White. I, in fact, now he has to be number two. Fair enough. To. Okay. All right. He is now number two on the list. Chavo Guerrero and Dolph Ziggler. I can't wait for the first emails we get being like, you're not taking this list seriously. It'd be like, uh, have we met? Give me a number. 890. 890. Tatanka. Tatanka. This has been a great first one. Um, Tatanka. Native American Tatanka had a couple of returns. Was wrestling as recently as like five or six years ago for WWF. Yeah. Um, I like Tatanka. He was the first wrestling poster I ever owned. I. What's what's the mid part of the list right now? Right now, we've got a list of 11. The mid guy is Haku. There's five above him. There's five below him. Who's right above Haku? Billy Gunn. And that's kind of where I'm at with him. Like, he's in the Billy Gunn, Haku, Rosie range to me. Is he above Billy Gunn or below Billy Gunn? I would say he is below Billy Gunn, though you have to give him credit. Yeah. With the exception of Wahoo McDaniel, I don't know that anyone else could name another Native American wrestler. I could name one. Go ahead. Mickey James. Is she really Native American? I think so. Okay. You could be right. I'm fairly certain. At least, you know, partially. We're going to have to talk about whether or not I need to add females to this list, too. I think it actually might be more interesting to put now either we'd have to create I'm all for it I'm all for it I will go through I will go through this list and replace the names of people I know neither of us have ever heard of with <laughs> female wrestlers done um yeah I would say he's not above Billy Gunn but he's above Haku that's where okay. I would put him I, okay I could be in agreement with that alright so he's sliding in at, currently at number 6 97 97 Bob Orton, Randy's father. Cowboy Cowboy Bob Bob Orton. You know, I don't know that I've ever seen him wrestle, with the exception of maybe that match against The Undertaker that... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But, like, he was an enforcer uh, for whom... Roddy Piper. He was at WrestleMania 1. He had the cast. Yes, that's what I remember. For a really long time. Um, You know, the... One of the inventors of the superplex, which doesn't need to mean anything. He was, I've watched him wrestle a couple of times. He's good in the kind of Randy Orton solid wrestler sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, not anything super special, but he was good. He did He did a nice job being kind of the muscle sort of role. He had that nice thing. So I so. think we can definitely say he's below Haku? Yeah. And Is what's the next Rosie? one? Rosie. And above Rosie, you're saying, or below Rosie? I would say above Rosie. Okay. I think that's so, fair. All right. Number. 764. 764. This is number 14? This is number 13. Well, yes, oh. this would be number 14. Is a wrestler named Rubik's. Is it have anything to do with the Rubik's Cube? Uh, probably. If so, but I put don't him at the know. top of this list. 
at the top of this list. Um, he's a wrestler. He's also known by the name Jigsaw. He's a masked wrestler, and his eyes are puzzle pieces, Ooh. which is kind of cool. Um, he wrestled for TNA under the name Rubik's. He wrestled for Ring of Honor, Chikara, Dragon Gate. You know, kind of wrestled in the early to recent 2000s. So I know nothing about him except that he's got puzzle pieces for eyes. And at one point he was uh, billed as being from the Sabaros at Liberty International Airport. I know who this is. Yeah, I saw him wrestle. Uh, okay, so I'm going to let you take this. In Well, know. let me ask you a, a theoretical question. Where would you put um, someone like Curry Man? Just Curry Man? Just Curry Man. He'd be in the Rosie range. Like, right now, just based on, you know, right now I'm looking at the Rosie, Evan Bourne, Kendall Wyndham sort of okay. spot. I'm going to put him below Evan Bourne. Okay. All right. There's Rubik's. We'll put him ahead of Kendall Wyndham. I'm, I'm okay All with right. that. I don't know enough about either of them to really say. If someone wants to argue, if someone, and again, if someone wants to email us and make a compelling case, we'll consider it and potentially adjust the list. I think I knew him as Jigsaw, not Rubik's, but mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Give me the last number. We'll stop at 15 today. 524. 524. You have a cool way of saying numbers. It's very professional. Thank you. Lash LaRue. I don't know who that is. Lash LaRue wrestled for WCW, late 90s. He was a redhead who had sideburns in the shape of an L, literally with the little tip thing. Okay. Um, he kind of, he you know, he was Cajun. He had the Ooh. Cajun accent, so people kind, of, people kind of made the gambit comparison, though he didn't wear the coat. Um, okay. And then he joined... The Misfits in Action, which was a... Or no, was that what they were called? Yes, that was what they were called, which was... They were all, like, uh, Booker T was known as G.I. Bro. Um, yes! Yes! Hugh, Mor- Hugh Morris, Bill DeMott, was General Huge E-Rection. Yes! Um, <laughs> and this is, some, this is some brilliant stuff here. I'm telling you, you should watch the end of the run WCW. You would The Wrestle Silly. Um, he was known as Corporal Cajun. Yes, that is good stuff. There was, a rest, uh, there was Major Guns, who was female. Well, I know who Major Guns is. Of course you do. <laughs> um, so, yes, so Corporal Cajun, Lash LaRue. So, again, you know, I, I'm thinking the same kind of range where we were putting Rubik's. Evan Bourne sort of thing, kind of in that lower half mm-hmm, mm-hmm. group. Are you putting him below Rubik's? I would put him below below Evan Bourne, but above Rubik's, just because personally I know who Lash LaRue is. I think I'd be comfortable with that. All right. Well, okay. So we here's, have a list of 15. We do, but there's one thing that I do sort of feel a little bit bad about because it was sort of a joke. Is Rich Swan really at the bottom of this list? No. But no. I don't think he's any higher than... I think he's probably below he's, Evan Bourne. Yes. Legit. I would put him above Lash LaRue, but above Evan Bourne. Below Evan Bourne. 
Yes. Yeah. I think we probably need to actually make that change. Okay. Unfortunately. Not something I super want to be talking about this week, but... No, and and all we're... Okay, so, I'm going to read you the 15 we have. All right. You let me know. Number one, Chavo Guerrero. Two, Dolph Ziggler. Three, Abyss. Four, Fandango. Five, Billy Gunn. Six, Tatanka. Seven, Haku. Eight, Bob Orton. Nine, Rosie. Ten, Evan Bourne. Eleven, Rich Swan. Twelve, Lash LaRue. Thirteen, Rubik's. Fourteen, Kendall Windham. Fifteen, Tim Horner. I don't think I have any major problems with that. I list. don't either. And, and you know... I would have loved to have gotten like a real all-time name on here, but you know what? That's gonna give when, people when we, reason to tune in. When we started this endeavor, when we did you ever think it was possible that at the end of episode one, the highest-ranking wrestler of all time <laughs> would be Chavo Guerrero? Would be Chavo Guerrero? I figured Junior. we would put a couple two. We would put two or three of our top guys. I didn't think we'd do it randomly, and I love that we did. I thought we'd pick two or three top guys. We'd pick two or t- three bottom tier guys. The thing then- that I like about this is, legitimately, until you know, we actually hit some of those really big names, and maybe that's something we should talk about. Maybe we should reserve some of those really big names until the end. But for right now, Chavo Guerrero Jr. gets to live for the next week at as number one as the greatest wrestler of all time and I he could the, he, you don't know it could be like jeopardy man this could go on for 80 weeks or something he could be number one he could be ken for, jennings just saying it could happen it's totally true it's so totally congratulations true. chavo guerrero well and i think if we add the female names and i'm taking the other names you know some of the other names out it's entirely possible because these big names will wait if you're just randomly picking numbers these big names will wait oh this was much more fun than I ever hoped it would be. And I thought it was going to be good. But this is even right. better. I just love some of the names that showed up. We got Fandango, Billy Gunn, and Dolph Ziggler in the same week. I know. Amazing. All right. Uh, I'm not going to ask for your piece of positivity because this is in DDT Wrestling. Um, but if you guys who are listening to this show want to hear what my piece of positivity is for this week, go listen to DDT Wrestling. DDT Wrestling every Friday. Yeah, every Friday. That's when yeah, we release every it. Friday. Every Friday, you can check out DDT Wrestling, where DC and Doc, at Doc Manson, at the DC Matthews, offer our opinions on the world of professional wrestling and oftentimes other things. I don't know how people are going to handle this on the NAI Wrestling Network, an entire podcast devoted to wrestling. I know. It's not something that we've done. I'm telling you, we're going to take over. Now that we're on Spotify, we're taking over. Absolutely. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. No, that's not my name. No, it is not. At DC at the DC Matthews. <laughs> first time it's happened. I don't know who I am. You're the first person to mess that up. I figured it would be me. I well, because immediately I was like, oh, I should give the email. If you want to email us, ddtwrestling at gmail.com, let us know your thoughts. And until next week, Chavo Guerrero is the greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs>